0: All right, are ready? Alrighty,
1: we are here. Hello, hello, hello. Listener, we have missed you. How are you there? I hope you're doing fine. We are back for another series of Ferguson Harrington Hawks. Now, if you've never heard this series before, then well done. And if you have, then you'll know that I'm Ferguson.
0: I'm Harrington I'm Hall and I'm Sean Keaveney.
1: Oh, Look at that, done so dark and mysteriously. Have you ever thought about going up for yes. bond? Have they said to you? Are they approaching you because they're going like Daniel Craig's? He's he's out now he's out doing now. his Belgian accent. I we need you.
2: I, I held the door open for uh, Daniel Craig in two thousand and six at the Starbucks in Queens Park. So, I, if. It, if if well, any if anything qualifies you for the job i think it's that he was he was very he was very polite he said thanks how did you do though how did you do was it was it a I, good job, I think i did it pretty know, clean it you know neil I, I i whipped it open for him stood aside you know gave him a gave him clean entry and exit and I, I, so i was quite happy with that but um no i think i you know what it's funny you should mention me being bondling i mean obviously it's happened before people have said that and uh I for the for the for the listeners at home, who don't know what I look like. I, I, sometimes I look like a sort of bag of potatoes that's been dropped on a sticky floor that's covered in sort of barber hair. Oh But,
0: no but you that said, you don't. No, that's
2: so. looking for that. But but th- there was this one time. Yeah, thank you. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Chesney's silence spoke volumes, didn't it?
3: Um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in agreement <laughs> with that statement,
2: Sean um, but this—I can't remember the name of the guy who came around. I've got—he he came around to my house to do some promotional shots, right? And he, he took the best photographs of me that I've ever seen. To the point where I looked like a cross between, like a sort of rugged Bond and the sort of nineteenth-century explorer. Yep. I looked—I looked incredible. I, I actually found myself sexually attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked in the mirror it was a bit of a different uh, deal yeah. you know. but you can get those you can get those shots <laughs> can't you where you look amazing
4: it's amazing what a yeah. life yeah. can do yeah it's, it's amazing a team of just makeup one
0: artists. one frame it's just one that's it. frame remember that's, it. that's all
2: it is tells all frame. the lies you need
1: so very exciting to have you on Chesney has been talking about you a lot can I just tell you he's been talking about you a lot he says he's only met you once but you made a big well, impression it, <laughs> didn't, didn't
3: Chesney it was I,
4: it's true, yeah. yeah. Now, we did... Um, well, Sean invited... I'll let Sean tell the story, but I, Sean invited me onto his... Uh, was it a podcast or a radio show? Well, I should it's, know. It's, probably, it's a weird up.
2: one. It's a C- live radio. Community thing, Garden Radio is a live, Patreon-based, once-a-week programme, but we started, we started to do live ones, and that the, the one that we did was actually sort of <clears a throat> recorded live, like it as live, but, but we started to do them in front of audiences as well, mm. and uh, Chesney very kindly agreed to be our first our first, victim, our first uh, uh, guest because uh, we have a mutual friend called Jeanette yeah. you see and, and she said would you, would you like Chesney yeah. as a guest She's oh do you know friend. Jeanette like,
1: oh. yeah, yeah oh, I'm oh. with Jeanette as well are yeah.
2: you with I'm Jeanette I'm with
1: Jeanette yeah, see
2: we're we all we're all yeah. Yeah. why has not she put you on the yes. bones
1: then I'm going Please to have a, a window
2: because I've only got a small window now I'm yeah. 50 you know I, I don't think you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to shin yeah. over those walls in five years
1: Well, you know, I think that they could do something for, I'm not saying it's minority, but I feel like James Bond should be getting older, right? Because the people who enjoy James Bond are getting older, and I feel like we would appreciate it more. Because there is a thing, don't you find when you're watching stuff now, like, because I get a lot of the screenery things over here, and I watch stuff and there's young people kissing, and I'm like, I am now about young people kissing the way that I used to be about old people kissing, but I'm like, that makes me feel creepy. I feel creepy <laughs> can't watch it yeah. people. so I feel right Kevney. you could be Bond for the older oh, generation
2: it's such a good idea right. like because he's supposed right? to be super intelligent what, why does he have to do why does he have to throw himself around all the time if he, if he really thought about totally. it he would you know he wouldn't have to expend so much yeah. energy I think so a sort of older more experienced be, Bond yeah. might be the way to go
0: well, I could, you're selling it to me so basically what you're saying is the programme will be watching when your Bond is just used yeah. it in the thinking stretching <laughs> your beard just having to think about it and and, they,
2: and, <laughs> and, they, and and also <laughs> delegating <laughs> delegating a lot it would it'd be more it's more of a managerial bond <laughs> isn't it you know yeah. sending an email saying I'll tell you what the, the guy's going to be there at the, 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 the point, pinch point at 20 minutes you've got to go and get him I'm gonna, I'm making a cup of tea
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, basically, secret go, service project management is what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I actually
2: did have an idea <laughs> okay. for a, a, along similar lines on, uh, in a radio uh, format, which was, I've been very lucky. At uh, the moment, I'm standing in for the legendary Johnny Walker for his, on his rock show yeah, which oh, is just one of that. the great accolades yeah. of all time he's one of my most favourite broadcasters of all time but he also does Sounds of the 70s of yeah. course my favourite radio show of all But and I said well, wouldn't it be a great uh, idea to have a different Sounds of the 70s where it's just a compilation of the sounds that people in the 70s make when they get up out of a chair you know
0: that's oh yes
3: Jesus cracking
4: knees and stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> it would be a long show as well. It would be a very long. It's not show. just getting up; oh. it's also sitting down. So. In two oh. Oh.
3: But The
1: level of achievement when it happens, Drew, it, would a big, it would be victory. Over it might be a bit of pain. In fact, yeah. each one would be like its own yeah. little Bond movie, <laughs> right? Because it would be the big challenge that seemed insurmountable, That's and then it. victory Yay. at
4: the end. I picked up my right? glasses Yay. and
2: and a martini oh. somewhere in the middle.
1: Did he have his coffee shaken not stirred? Did he do any of that? Did the like (laughs) the barista go? Oh, (laughs) that's the
2: trick. (laughs) If they didn't do that, didn't they? And what you know? Can you imagine him? And what's the name? You know, uh, scribbling (laughs) Bonda putting Daniel on it.
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do I think that. we'd be Bond. <laughs> dot
4: dot dot. I might do James that next
0: bond. time at Saint with Wait for a train when he goes past oh, the Do that. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> now, <laughs> Sean, we
4: should do we the should,
3: structure. Yeah, let's because basically
4: yeah. uh, we have a structure on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, <clears throat> yeah we do. And uh, I'll give you a, a brief mm. upshot. Basically, we 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 get a, a fabulous guest. Sorry. Oh, right. we, that's okay. you, obviously, that's this week. Mm. And uh, we ask them for a quote that they either live their life by or that just just have some kind of connection to, and we talk about that for a little while and talk some a little bit more bollocks and Then we go into a little bit of uh, magic from Lynn, which we'll explain later on and uh, and then towards the end um. Uh, we also ask uh, for a, a song that has some kind of emotional connection yeah. from our guests. And you've chosen yeah. a beautiful song, which uh, which I then will recreate so right here with I my little guitar for, for you as wow. a little gift. There we go. And that's pretty I'm, much. I'm it. really.
2: I'm particularly looking forward to Lynn's magic and Chesney's song. Or oh, yeah.
4: you are. Because you're a musician too.
2: you're a magician. I am, I am too. a magician. You, the, the stuff I pull out my ass on a regular basis on the radio—I was going to say—it's pretty <laughs> remarkable, really. At times. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look. On that note, I want—I want to hmm. start you off, Sean. So, Sean Keveney, radio presenter extraordinaire. I mean, you are very popular with some very big hmm. musical people. Anyway, you're here. Uh, your quote that yeah. you've chosen is listen to your gut instinct mm. you feel that's the thing that served you well throughout your life so i'll just give you a little bit of information mm. about what you've said um, <clears throat> research suggests that emotion and intuition have a physical presence in our gut the gut is lined with a network of neurons and is often referred to as yeah. the second brain it's known as the entric nervous system, ENS, and because of the way it all functions, that's why we get sick and unwell, and having to, uh, about having to make tough decisions or knowing when yeah. we've made a bad one. So there you go. It's not all just wow. made up. Uh, tell us about that, then. that,
2: Sean. Tell us about yeah. Your it's, it's it's um it's fucking territory for us all, isn't it? By the way, I do again. The listeners won't care about this, but you will if you if
1: listener um, uh, we've only got one listener yeah. sorry
2: Gene if, yeah. you're, if you're offended if you're s- <laughs> Carol no, sorry Carol, I knew I knew it was in that ballpark because <laughs> um, I, I, these guys can't actually see me I would rather disable my camera but I, when I always close my eyes when I'm talking for any length of time it's an ADHD thing so don't it's just it seems odd yeah the gut thing is is so um, it, 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 it's a it's a hard one piece of acknowledge that for me because i think there have been times quite a lot of times in my life where i've not done that you know and i've not followed that advice really and at quite oh. key moments in my life as well and things have gone pretty spectacularly so because of it you know and i said i've got a pretty poor memory it's got to be said but i still remember some specific times where i've, I've sort of ignored it you know i've sort of tried to quell that that gut that sort of because people do say it like you've mm. just said from that piece of info there you know oh my stomach my stomach's churning you know <laughs> I can't bear to think yeah. about it and it's, it's it is it's, <laughs> that's because it is that second brain thing isn't it and and there, definitely mm-hmm. I I know that you you repent at, at leisure when you ignore it and so now I I, okay, I mean yeah. it's weird because I am a bit over intuitive about other people and again that i'll probably keep going on about this because it's relatively new information for me this being adult adhd but i think it's one of the sort of uh, symptoms in a sense is that you get a bit over sensitive to stimuli from other people's emotional stuff you know and you uh, and so i definitely do that Uh, but then sometimes i think also you ignore your own well-being to serve other people you know uh, all that stuff about you know 100%. boundaries and you know looking at putting on your own yeah. oxygen mask yeah. first and all that you know <coughs> uh, all, all that all that self-help business <laughs> da, da, you know. da, 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 but it's kind of, da, 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 kind of yeah. all true but, and, as well you know so i uh, that's definitely some uh, that's what i always try and get in part <clears> to the, the kids who are old enough to hear it no not the are listening you know i mean obviously they're just on the phone and <laughs> and sort of rolling their eyes and going hey, dad's dad's doing another lecture <laughs> yeah, he's doing Here he another lecture." Yeah, um, but that is where that yeah. comes from, you know.
1: I think there is a thing when you were talking just now about, <clears throat> excuse me, that that uh, picking up feelings from the rest of the world or whatever. It's it's really hard right yeah. now not to, because the world is yeah. so bumpy. You know, like we were talking earlier on about Bond and stuff like that, and like during this uh, 70s and sound mm. of the seventies, right? There was a sort of. people put on a voice that everything was fine right there was at least some semblance of things are working in order people walked in bowler hats and all that stuff whereas now that we're all screwed i mean everything's about everybody going oh my god i don't know what to do next you know so if you're listening to your gut it must be that's exactly right because you're You're absolutely right and and also
2: because of Technology being yeah. like it is, and social media and everything, and whether you like it or not, really, you know, to some la- lesser or greater extent, you you're overexposed to information, aren't you? Even if it's just the news channels or whatever. You, we, we, we've all covered this before yeah. in different ways, I'm sure, but you, you're damn right. It's it's a, it's an information overload society, and it has been for years, but it's 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 developing a real head of steam now. And yeah, if you're a bit um, if you're a bit over sensitive to that kind of stuff. You can you can go under pretty quickly, I think, if you're not careful. So you, I, I I have yeah. to uh, have strategies. I don't think I, I I don't know why I said that. I haven't got a game strategy for anything, man. But I, I I I that's just simply not me. But then there are ways that you've got to try and cope with your life, where you you try to yes coping yeah, mechanisms. Got to have them somewhere. It's, it's guitars and uh, the you know the occasional port for me. That's the way I deal with life. <laughs> port. <laughs> Educational port,
0: Ethernet port, <laughs> or um Suez Portal. Canal,
2: uh, USB port? <laughs> Southampton. <clears throat> no, you know, the, 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 I prefer yeah. a tawny port myself rather than a dark port or a ruby. <laughs> mm. Now that sounds like a Bond lady. Oh, that's Bond good. <laughs> I could oh yeah, a it does. Bond film, right? Yeah, oh, be <laughs> oh, there. More
4: like Ooh, a Bond port. film than a Bond film, really, right. isn't it? I didn't realise that today's theme was <laughs> Bond, but you know, I'm willing to go with it. You know, yeah. Tony like a boy.
1: <laughs> you know, the go with your gut thing really uh, works for me because I found out quite late in life that I am uh, gluten intolerant, right? Which is a, uh, it has a wah next to it because everybody's gluten <laughs> intolerant. But I, I, I actually thought I had rheumatoid arthritis and I had problems, you know. With asthma and all manner of stuff. And my husband was editing a video about uh, gluten intolerance and celiac. And as I was listening to it, because I didn't have any choice, and he was playing it over and over again, I was like, that's me. And that's me. Right? So then I stopped, and within two days, everything had changed. I, I, like, it's my amazing. body was fine. But I know that when I've been glutened, because I, I call it the creeping death. Because what happens is it's like everything descends and nothing is working, right? I'm like, nothing works, everything's pointless, there's no point doing anything. And Mark will be like, have you Uh, been glutened? And
2: I'm like... Oh, yeah! Oh, God, so it really does kind of have have an effect on your your mood and and it can cause mild, moderate depression sort of thing. It can really do that. Yeah, really,
1: yeah.
0: Can I just, can I just, because it's really weird that you cited uh, about your gut instinct being your quote, because only last week I discovered this scientist on listening to a podcast, and it's a guy called Dr. Tim Spector. And he has spent years studying how gut health relates to nutrition and all aspects of everyday well-being. And he's got a book out and it's fascinating because we uh, we have microorganisms living in our gut and they play vital roles in digesting our food and regulating our immune system and tweaking our brain chemistries. And this guy, they did studies on twins And the only thing that was different with them was these gut microorganisms and what made them... And Mm. that's what makes you different. And this guy, he doesn't eat any meat. He has 30 different types of seed that he eats every week to make sure because it's the difference of all these seeds which gives you the different makeup in these bio- microorganisms to enhance your brain and he reckons everything to do with how we function all diet calories exercise you know everything's within reason but basically it's all bollocks it's all about these gut the microbiome and it, yeah. and it's yeah. fascinating yeah. so check him out i'm sorry no, I want to take. take over from from what you said but he reminded you had me, of me that. to
1: the 40 different bits of seed i was like yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's a big that's fruit bowl, right? <laughs> I'm, 40 I'm sorry, I'd rather just be miserable.
4: But, but that connection between gut and brain is definitely a real thing. I mean, yeah. you know, they say yeah. that the, the gut is the second brain. But, um, and, Sean, what you're, I think what you're basically saying is like, you know, whenever you have not, when you've kind of ignored your gut instinct about something and gone ahead and done it anyway, I think we can all relate to that, yeah. you always regret oh, it, don't God. you? I mean... Always
2: so you should just it's so it's so yeah. stark really isn't it and and I've become dead, really attuned to it I've got really quite good at it and it can be really it can be minutiae it can be small tiny things or it can be quite big things but but yeah I, I'm very yeah. alive to it now it's like a a little voice in my head it's like oh, I mean yeah, you should just just fucking do it or don't do, for god's sake you know don't have that seventh pint what are you doing yeah. I mean that's a more obvious one of course <laughs> I've mentioned port. <laughs> Hard to use your gut instinct when you your beer gut instinct is a totally different thing, yeah. and we'll come on to that. Uh, That's a whole other
1: no. thing. That could be the baddie. That could be the baddie in the Bond film.
2: Tony Port instinct. and beer gut instinct. You know,
1: I am here to give you my. <laughs> <laughs> what what was the moment in your in your life? Do you have a moment where you go, God, that was it. That's where I learned that lesson. I'm going to go with yeah. my gut. Like, did you have? Was there one incident where you just went, right, that's it? I've made a I decision. Mean,
2: definitely. There uh, there are there have been times where. Um, you know, and, and really difficult times in, in... I mean, we've all had difficult times in, in our lives, haven't we? You get to sort of you've, you've, your 40s and 50s and you've, you've had a right old journey. And I'm, you know, I've, uh, I, I'm have i a divorced, per, you know, person. So that whole part, first part of my adult life was sort of strewn with slight sort of, you know, sort of wrong turns and things like that. However, w- what I always caveat that with Here's another where I'm getting a little bit a little bit sad of catmath here, but i, I do i, I do <laughs> hate I, I always make certain to, to 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 say things out loud that I really you know want to happen because it, just in case the the universe is listening mm. i mean i'm I'm so happy that i' right, I'm so happy now. that I made those wrong turns because you know've got incredible kids out of it and you know great second parts yeah. of my life, and none of that would have happened you know, but definitely some of those relationship things that happened in the earlier days were I could hear that I could hear very little else but the screaming (laughs) in a voice saying this is a really bad idea but you know (laughs) on I marched anyway over the cliff but you know I mean, whatever doesn't kill you absolutely fucks you up and leaves you broken on the floor but well, at least you're not dead <laughs> yeah. as I think Camus said didn't he? I remember <laughs> that's the
1: title for your Bond film <laughs> whatever doesn't kill you absolutely
4: fucks you up and leaves you on the floor
2: they're <laughs> like da-da-da. a wordy they're like a wordy title don't they
1: <laughs> they do
4: don't they Sean when you were saying about um, saying something uh, out loud to the universe like I had this image of you standing on a beach you know arms <laughs> open and just screaming <laughs> affirmations I know <laughs> should I marry this I'm going to marry this positive woman. affirmations <laughs> <it? Yeah>. positive <laughs> affirmations well, isn't it? Is, it is that kind of what you're talking about or is it more kind of just l- lying you know sitting while you're watching your standards and just kind of like saying I do."
2: I, I sometimes <clears throat> I, I do this weird thing right and it, maybe it's just a tick um, and funnily enough my wife caught me doing something to, no not like that caught me doing this what walking up the <laughs> stairs a few months ago and, and i didn't know that she was in the bedroom and sort of just sort of idly just like looking out of the bedroom door and i was walking up the stairs and i was tapping my breastbone my sternum for the medical profession and uh i was <laughs> tapping it three times like that and She was sort of curious you know She was like what are you doing have you got have you got indigestion or something and I was like, "Oh no, um I was just i I just I, when I'm walking past the kids' bedrooms, I just have to say like everybody's okay, everybody's healthy, you know you're going to live till you're ninety. I say these weird <laughs> things out loud in the vain hope that you know that, that, that they come true in some way you know and it's it's some somewhat a superstition, but then there is there's a little bit of it that's true, isn't it because it's as we all know our you know our brains are mostly a lot of it's subconscious rather than conscious thought isn't it and I, I'm, I'm a big fan it's of really feeding that with positive good stuff right? you know which I've not done for most of my life
0: but is there a little bit of gratitude in there yeah. as well you know you're saying you're tapping yourself going yeah everything's okay we're going to live to
2: 90 does that underpin some of that without question like, I, and again I've not, I'm not great at it and I've only just come to it quite late but but I think that that's really and <laughs> I'm sure that there are people in my life who would say you fucking want sure he's <laughs> <His daughter, laughs> yeah. yeah. he never changed he never, never, yeah. <laughs> yeah. never stops fucking <laughs> moaning <laughs> this totally guy he's changed you know? um, <laughs> but um, I don't, I, don't I, I definitely do that I definitely like to to check that out and say you know listen I'm, I couldn't I don't want anything else I, I, all I want is everything that I've got I want people to be healthy people to be you know just to click mm. along I don't need mm. any extra things in my life materially or professionally I'm very happy with the way things are
0: but isn't that a lovely place to be? Isn't well, I think, it place place I think it is.
2: I think, but then it's, uh, it's difficult being an indecisive person because obviously, then part of you, the other, there's another voice in your mind that goes, "Well, you shouldn't limit yourself. You can't limit yourself. You've got <laughs> yeah, limitless yeah, possibilities. Yeah, yeah. You're a very talented person. You could you could be playing Carnegie Hall this time next year." So then you start thinking, "Oh Christ, I, you know, I don't know what to do with that." Really, I mean, I'm on the lucky saint at the moment, guys. I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to crack a can. Um, oh go go, I, I, go for it!
1: Do you know what? It, it might be the time actually, because normally it might be the time for magic. What do you think, lads Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. magic. When, when
4: I say said that Sean is a magician, sister. he actually Cheese. is a magician. By the way,
2: Come are you on. really? No, I'm not. I mean, uh, do you do I, magic? I I don't I don't I don't I don't. By the way, Lucky Saint is an alcohol-free uh, lager. Just so you know. Um, oh, it
0: is thanks for le- telling me that <laughs> after i'd raised my glass of alcohol uh, red wine, i've right. tempted <laughs> no, him in that, and now
2: uh, i've left him for dead yes. cheers um, great you've left me hanging there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no, that won't make the edit no actually i i i am a musician um and some people might say when they hear me playing lead guitar they might consider me like an oral magician um but no oh, oh that <laughs> oh, came oh, out oh, wrong. Wow.
4: That came that, out really...
1: It did, actually. That. I was like, that could be another baddie in the Bond film. I'm like, oral magician.
2: The oral magician. <laughs> Jesus, what have I done?
0: <laughs> what would you... Would, Where oh, do I
4: we go know.
2: from there? Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> Suddenly, our women listenership's gone up. keep me as an oral magician.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Lynn, you were saying about magic. Yes, sorry. I
1: was saying about magic. <laughs> it's interesting to do... Um, this went in uh, with this uh, motto or saying, "Let's go with your gut." So basically, part of the work that I do over here in the Los Angeles area is uh, I work with people on their story. Like the, it's kind of like um, if in plays a, a character has mm. a motivation. In writing, mm. you're looking for the subtext, right? But there is a way to find it in people. And it really is like kind of accessing the gut, <clears throat> in terms of what you're talking about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to tell me a little story, and then I'm going to tell you what I hear in it. I'm going to write stuff down. So I am going. I'm going to set my timer. Look at this. Clarity. Look, here's my yeah, timer. Good. That two doesn't say fifty. Three it minutes. says two minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Two minutes. And you, my friend, are going to tell me the story of your
2: name. The story of my name, and uh, can I just uh, can I just ask you, uh, like literally, uh. the story of my name, uh, my first name, my second name? Do I make things up, or do I just tell the truth? <clears throat> no, right, no making facts. things up. Just right. tell
1: the truth. Okay. Yeah, just wh- how it happened. I mean, nobody knows about your name better than mm. you.
2: Okay. Right, and, and it, literally, like my Christian name okay. rather than my my surname.
1: You know, you get to choose. That's part of the joy about it being your story. You get to choose. All right, great. I'm going to do both. But no fiction. All All truth. Ready? Go. My
2: name is Sean Keaveny. And Sean is spelled, it's an interesting uh, first name, actually, because there are multiple ways of of spelling it. And uh, usually it's spelled the Irish way, S-E-A-N. But my mum, God bless her, spelled it S-H-A-U-N, anglicized, because, and I quote, she said, we thought you might have a bit of trouble spelling it. Uh, if it was spelled the Irish way, so I don't know how much faith she had in my educational uh, sort of future at that point when I was a tiny baby. Um, <laughs> but I've always, I've, I've always kind of liked the name Sean, except when I was about nine, I remember wanting to change it to Steve. Uh, no idea why. Steve's not a particularly sexy name. Maybe it was something to do with Steve Austin, uh, you know, the sort of $6 million man. is interesting. I'm very wedded to the name Keaveney because it's an, it's an ancient Irish name. The, uh, the Keevenys come from Galway, a place called Tomb on the west coast of Ireland, if you've watched the Banshees of Inishiran um, I was watching that with my wife and thinking, this was me a hundred years ago. I was Colin Farrell on one of these like distant islands just off the west of Ireland. And because we've got black hair, the key, I've got black hair, apparently there's a little bit of Spanish in me as well from the Armada. The Spanish uh, sort of set sail to take over Ireland and then they smashed up there and then they had sex with all the local ladies. And, you know, 300 years later, here I am. So that's that's basically all I've got to say about the name Sean Keeveney.
1: No, you've not. You've
2: got another. Oh, I've got, got more. Seconds. Oh, yeah. Sean Keane. So Keep going. I mean, I've I sort of I've got a quite a good relationship with the name, and I tell you why because as, as I'm a sort of quasi um, popular uh, radio broadcaster, it's an easy one to type into Google. Everybody spells it wrong. That's an issue but it's very individual it's not like being called jan smith or or something like that so that's another thing that i like about the name it's quite out on its own but it is a bastard to spell and i will say that uh, nobody ever gets it right sometimes even the family gets it wrong
0: well done Thank thank you
1: so your name is how you see yourself Right. For everybody it's like really how you see yourself in the world. If you were describing yourself to someone else. Family and heritage mean everything to you, don't they? It's like your mum eccentric as hell, your family probably quite <laughs> odd, but like very beloved and uh you were like the odd family in the street but the happiest yeah.
2: one, right? God you're good. Um <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've told me it though. Like you tell me one. it, right? With no no but it it's a uh, it's language it literally is just language if you look at what you say then you've told me it you tell me about this spelling it was interesting spelling it's usually irish but my mum thought that i'd have trouble <laughs> spelling it like i wonder how much in my life i've been affected by my mother's logic sort of thing like what you t- you're no. not angry about it you've told me that your mother is yeah. like you know and then, <clears throat> then the digging is about keevney which is you really like yeah. being a Kievney. So people who are happy within their family, right, uh, will do that. People who didn't like being growing up with their family will go, I don't feel yeah. like a brown or I don't feel like a whatever. No, no, you're totally yeah. a keevney And you've always been a keevney Your family gives you your sense <clears throat> of belonging. <clears throat> now, I don't know if your parents are still alive, but they uh, definitely let you know that there was a space on the planet for you. Um, The thing that you tell me about your name is that um, I suppose what I'd say about you is you know that people find you interesting, you know, like are unusual, but not everybody understands you. And even the people that are closest (laughs) to you sometimes really don't understand you. Does that make sense? All the
2: sense in the world, Lynn. It really, really does. (laughs) That's
1: And that's all just in your name.
2: Uh, Jesus is another good one, isn't it? I mean, you... Is can a yeah. good name. Is that what it's all about? <laughs> but you can yeah, totally disagree
1: do? with anything. Is there no. anything that you would disagree with or doesn't make sense he's to perfect. you? It's
2: perfect. exactly right. You've got every inflection there. Because I was worried when it came out of my mouth, this stuff about... Mm-hmm. or my mum, you know she she was worried because uh, you, you you on one hand you think well a psychiatrist for instance might jump on that and say well was your mother very critical uh which you which she absolutely <laughs> I mean, my my parents are the, <laughs> the flip opposite of that to, to a fault i would say you know they are unbelievably um, sort of proud and and, and uh supportive, supportive. Of, of, of me and my brother i've got a younger brother um but all yeah. that's so true like weirdly just before christmas i was doing a a, a podcast uh michael fenton stevens lovely chat
0: oh i know mike i've worked with him for years I, i've worked yeah. with him for years yeah, yeah. I, I know
4: him as well and yeah, you've been you know, on the podcast did you do the, the time, time capsule the time capsule damn capsule right.
2: yeah. and um, yes. exactly that and it was just <clears throat> before crimbo and we were just fitting it in and uh, i hadn't thought about it much and stuff and it's like what and i ended up putting in uh, my family Christmases from one thousand nine hundred and eighty eight to two thousand because th- <laughs> they were just this sprawling mass of, of of family and and friends you know and we we, we were always the hub of everything really i, I mean that sounds self aggrandizing but I mean our house and that geographically <coughs> and, and the family was like a sort of gravitational pull for a lot of people and it still is and that I'm enormously proud of that yeah. M- more every every year I get older you know so yeah that's all all spot on that. Mm. Uh, I think
1: it makes it easier for you to go with your gut because you <clears throat> have um, <throat> roots like you mm. do have a sense of belonging I think it's harder for people to go with their gut when they don't really know what their um, what, what that is you know
4: well, like what well, the belonging you mean
1: yeah, well, you know, like, uh, 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 there's someone I'm working with just now on a different project, and their upbringing <clears throat> was brutal, like, really brutal, um, with uh, a lot of bad behaviour from. Older people because of mental illness and alcoholism. It was that heady cocktail. And yeah. so the the hangover of it actually is not so much hangover's a bad choice of words there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that. That's gonna be the the Bond uh, uh barmaid. She's called Han Hangover, <laughs> hangover. She's from uh, Copenhagen. <laughs> anyway, um <clears throat> <laughs> the thing that the result of that of having this childhood where things were so brutal is it's very difficult for him to trust any of his thoughts because what he knew at the time as a child to be wrong or he thought was wrong everyone around him was yeah. doing anyway. Yeah. So now as an adult right. he, he struggles with making choices because um what he thinks is right yeah. may well be wrong. Right, it's just never that way with your family. They're very clear about it. They don't give. (laughs) You have a feeling that your parents are like, yes, yes, we don't care if anybody (laughs) thinks we're idiots. We (laughs) love each other and we're just magic, right? And so, therefore, it's very clear. Um, But I think that is the thing about trusting your gut. It's easier, I think, sometimes, um, if you've had some kind of solid basis to to know what's right yeah it does does. that make and
2: sense? i i I just know like i said i, I that's a, to, talking of gratitude Neil that's the thing that I'm most yeah. gratitudinal about, not that it's a word, but it is now because <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Gratitudinal. laughs> <laughs> that's you, you when you're younger, you take all that stuff for granted, and then when you get to our age, you go oh, shit that is yeah. that is unbelievably lucky that i've had that and so and all the the yeah. advantages that it affords i mean there are disadvantages as well obviously always with everything you know there's a the flip side yeah. but yeah it's yeah. <laughs> mental yeah. <Yeah>. oh man <laughs> there's always Back drama the <laughs> kikes. It's
3: all that
1: but well, we all have moments right where we want to be called oh, steve
3: yeah. Right. We've
0: all
2: wanted to be Steve. <laughs> Do you, you know, know what? I
0: want to be called Steve. <laughs> Mine was uh, when uh, being Catholic, there was this thing called yeah. a confirmation, but I didn't realise that you had to take on a Catholic name. And so I'd been watching Casey, the, the train Casey. guy, Casey something, Jones. leader of the... Okay, it was Casey American, Jones. Casey Jones. Yeah, so I yeah. wanted to be called Casey because I didn't know it was a fucking <laughs> saint. <laughs> I remember at like nine or whatever, sitting around the lunch table, and they said, What were you going to be called in your confirmation at? I like, Casey. <laughs> uh,
2: I love that.
3: <laughs> Saint Casey. Yeah. Saint Casey,
2: yeah, I don't fucking know. Neil Kojak Ferguson. Um, yeah, no, not, I'm afraid you can't have that one. You can't have that one. Well, that's it, mate. I, w- I was a Catholic. So I was dragged up as a Catholic, you know, and and, and did it, did it the whole nine yards. I mean, we used to, me and my mate Banksy, yeah, were we were sort of musicians in the church band, and we used, we went we went to Lourdes oh, twice wow, and all this wow, stuff. Well, we, all... we were we oh, were deep. I'm oh, yeah, into yeah, that, we brother. In. But you know, I mean, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a lapsed Catholic now. But yeah. my, my, I always think like yeah, Bob me Dylan said. and. My, maybe maybe i'll get maybe i'll get religion again at some point you never know do you know what? Just talking on that subject.
0: So my mum came down for Christmas and we had to find a different church. She didn't like the one we went to last year in Hyde. And we ended up at this church in Folkestone on Christmas Day. I'm a lapsed Catholic. I don't go to church. What I do get a real kick out is taking my old mum. You know, we lost my dad a couple of years ago and I go to church with my mum. It makes her very happy and I just get so much out of that. And we went to this church on Christmas Day in Folkestone and it was the most beautiful old church. And the roof... Uh, my mum looked up and she told me they made the root the roots of these churches were the bottoms well, of boats. Yeah, okay. Oh wow! And this thing was this place was massive, and the community all different colours and just sort of ethnicities and and just watching my mum sing and enjoy herself. Yeah. It was just the most beautiful experience. And i I hate religion, but <laughs> to go to in into that church with my mum and like every once a month I go up there I go to church with her on a Sunday and it's wonderful but I <laughs> exactly it's,
2: it's such a weird one isn't it because organised religion is responsible for so much har- harrowing s- sadness yeah. in the world but then it, oh, yeah. the flip side is it can yeah. do this magic thing as well and I just I do I love the spaces I love I do, I, sometimes I, it, was a, it was a new thing relatively recently when I was it was during COVID actually and I was doing the six music show then and I, we were amongst the only people in central london it, it, at that time because we were told that because we were working as broadcasters that we were essential workers oh you were essential and it was it was like wow. you know like a paramedic the <coughs> no, station. well you, right? well yeah. above my station strutting about <laughs> with my high vis on <laughs> do you not know who I think I am put that cigarette out I'm a broadcaster (laughs) (laughs) you know what you're doing out here show me your (laughs) papers it was a bit like that but I was I was you know and and seeing all these beautiful churches actually right in the centre and in Fitzroy, there's a uh, I don't want to say I want to say like a Swedish or a Dutch church something and I was Mm -hmm. like i'd love that's what i've got to start doing i've got to start going into churches again and just sitting at the back when there's nobody in just for the quiet but
0: there's so many of them in so there there's so many of them in central london yeah. in soho and off like hanover square and like you say all that there's so many of those little amazing spaces god how old how, what the fuck have i ended up on a podcast talking about fucking churches what the fuck happened? <laughs>
4: So uh, yes, I mentioned earlier on that we we, do a little song. So you actually gave me a choice of two songs. One of them was uh, Elton John and Kiki D. um, Don't go breaking my heart. I I thought about it, but then I thought the only way we could make that work is if Lynn played Kiki D. And I didn't (laughs) think it was
1: going to happen. Oh no, that would not be working. Oh, go on. (laughs)
4: Go on,
0: no, for
1: no, no. There are many things that uh, I did. I did a musical at Stratford East uh, uh, before I moved over here, right? Because I was all because I'm the uh, minority Scottish lady coming in to play the uh, opinion piece or whatever. And it was a musical, and the musical director, uh, after doing my voice and all that, he said, that, "I said, so the uh What do you feel about my voice?" And he went, uh, "The less singing." <laughs> I think that would be better.
4: <laughs> okay, so Thank that's why I, I that's why I decided to go for for Sean's other choice, yeah. uh, which was we've only just begun by the mm. Carpenters. So perhaps um, Sean, before I play this song, you could ex- you could uh, explain what your emotional connection with this song is. Oh, and I'm why glad you that you asked
2: it. me because uh, there is a little story. There's a little story attached to it. Um, so <laughs> in my professional career, like um you know i've I've done the hard yards man and boy started on the old radio gram about 2000 and um working at london's 104.9 x event my first show was a six hour show midnight till 6 a.m every sunday night it was the most punishing thing i've ever done you know (laughs) six hours and 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 then i sort of slowly you know moved up the ranks i did a an overnight show for years and all this and then i got made it to the bbc and then i ended up doing a breakfast show on six music it was great 11 years man again a long shift and mm-hmm. then it, anyway went to the afternoons and that was beautiful and then there was covid and that was great as well because it, it afforded me the opportunity to get this m- real strong bond with the listeners through that difficult time which it was a privilege and and so i mm-hmm. but I, I left in september 2021 um you know they wanted to shake things up and do different things so i i i, I had to go as as these things happen and um in, on my last show i i put together a, a playlist of goodbye related tracks yeah and uh, all the usual stuff you know last goodbye by jeff buckley or you know all this stuff and uh, quite a quite good playlist um but then i i i salted in this song at the end because i i I did this quite emotional address at the end, as you want to do when you 've done fourteen years in a place you know and you get the chance? I really yeah. milked it guys though i you know when steve went (laughs) what did you thank your wife and your
0: manager did you thank the whole
2: lot i'll send you you the email it was uh, i i it was it was long (laughs) you know it was about it was about an 11 minute last link yeah and in mind when steve wright left after much longer he was much more classy about it he hardly mentioned it whereas i went on about it for about four months (laughs) um but I really, I really did i thought fuck this you know like i've got to let people know i'm, I'm moving on right? so i'm, good. I'm not gonna be able to pay my mortgage and at, at the very end i did this at the end of the speech it was like talking about how a radio show is a community a radio show is not you know it, it, it is a big deal not because of the presenter but because of all the sharing experiences that you and the, the, all together have had and you we create this community this garden this verdant paradise ourselves and we all bring ourselves into it and it's gorgeous and and this was the song this was a note of optimism where i was saying we've only just begun so we're going to move on to something different and beautiful and it's going to be great and we have done we've created our community garden radio which chesney has graced thank you very much ches i mean my (laughs) god went down incredibly well it's like when's chesney coming back he lives in los angeles (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we might go out there to do a show, but we have to check the budget. Um, so that's that's the long-winded story behind this song, and it's, it, it has an Im- a big emotional freight to me and, and to to my listeners. So it means the world that you've done this.
4: Well, I haven't done it. Yet, so, you know, we'll see. Yeah, no pressure. no pressure at all.
0: Here we go then, Sean Keaveny, oh. just for you. Here is Chesney Hawks performing wow. "Only Just Begun" by the Carpenters.
3: We've only just begun To live White lace and promises A kiss for luck and we're all out and sun, we fly, so many roads to choose, we start out walking and learn to run, and yes, we've just begun. Horizons that on to us, watching the signs along the way, shocking it over just the two of us working together day to day together and when the Evening comes, we smile So much of life ahead We'll find a place where there's room to grow And yes, we've just begun Together, together, and when evening comes, we'll smile so much of life. find a place where there's room to grow. And yes, we've just begun.
0: Well done, brother. That's just for you, Sean Kivney. that's us performing the carpenters. We've only just uh, that begun. is an, a,
2: a genuine and very moving privilege, Chesney. Thank you. And for, do you find it easy to learn songs? Do you? Uh, is it? You must. You do it all the time, um, don't you? It depends you, on you, the s- <clears> thing. <throat>
4: <throat> I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've done. I mean, probably forty or oh getting on. 50, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a lot. um it depends on the song. I mean, we, we... You know, this one... I mean, I love this song. And I love The Carpenters. Rain Days and Mondays, another one of my absolute favourites. And uh, so, you know, the to get the emotional connection with this song wasn't hard for me because it's just such a beautiful song. I love working out songs. I love it. Because um, it, it takes you into the kind of... Uh, yeah the yeah. cogs of the song itself, you know and the kind of, and what I love about just acoustic guitar and vocal or just piano and vocal, which I sometimes do um is you you find the kind of soul yeah. of the song, yeah, yeah you know what I mean, you find and the kind the of essence w- of what it. they yeah. were trying to do, that kind of the <coughs> essence of it, yeah, that emotional thing um so yeah to answer that question it it depends on the song like you know toya we always go back to this but toya wilcox when she came on the show she asked me to do bjork's human behavior thank you
0: (laughs) and he did an amazing
1: job Did an amazing job you know the one i always think about though that i think i'm like you need to release that is the version you did of Chaz and Dave's. Ooh, eight no, eight I'd eight love season. to hear that.
0: Oh, no, please. It was
1: just amazing. Yeah, we've got that. Get that
0: and on your show. Your,
4: yeah. that,
1: hey, you know what? That could be your Bond <laughs> theme. <That> could <laughs> I'll, be, send, I'll uh, send it uh, on right? to you, Sean. And so you know, if, yeah. we
0: did, if we're giving you props, the one for me, Radiohead's Creep, you did an acoustic oh, version yeah, that of Creep. Oh, yeah, that was. fucking incredible. And you did that at three o'clock in the morning. In <laughs> the morning. I did,
4: whilst, you know, in my parents' spare room. Waking yeah. them up, if I remember
2: rightly. <laughs> Keep it down, Ches. It's yeah. like when you were thing. fifteen. <laughs> go, go You're supposed to be asleep now. Shut up. <laughs>
3: that's wrong.
1: It's one of the amazing things about this as well. Like it literally in LA it has been raining solidly like what for like two yeah. weeks or something? At least two weeks. And so yeah. like we're all like going, should we build an arc? <laughs> It's like really miserable. And it's not like when it rains in Britain because nobody in LA is prepared for it. Do you know, like people over here put on their wellies when there's like a a small shower? We're all like, we're drowning. And so, like, it's the, the, we've only just begun that happy song with all the lovely key changes and how beautiful it is. And I'm like, God, how can he sing that, like, right <laughs> now? <laughs> when
2: it's,
1: like, grey and freezing
2: and It must feel like damped. an emergency you know weather I mean? event. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of rain in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, it kind yeah, of is it? here at the or moment. It, it
4: yeah. kind of is. Oh, People yeah, are dying stuff. Yeah, it's mad. Uh, it- yeah, yeah. That's,
1: uh... did, did you ever go to Butlins in the yes. holidays yes. when you were wee, right? And you're like dead excited going there yeah. and then it rains <laughs> and then everything just looks like, you're like, oh, it all looks kind of too colourful to be in the, thing, the rain. That's the thing, isn't it? We, that's what being that's in LA... Thing.
2: I mean, I've been a couple of times to the old, Las- old Los Angeles but you're right it's some place it's like if you go if you go to Greece on your holiday and it pisses down it's like we're n- it's not built for anything no, else yeah, it's, it's not, it? Su- you're not supposed to experience this in the drizzle you know whereas you, in Dollis Hill it's supposed to be drizzly it, 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 it suits it you know it looks right but but I, I but thank yeah. you for that. I, I mean, that you singing that line the, 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 thinking of Karen singing that line so much of life ahead is just that's the bit that rips rips your heart out isn't it you know
4: That's it, isn't it? Yeah. I thought exactly the same thing when I was singing it. I was thinking, oh, my God, she she died so young. And, Uh. you know, there was such kind of hope and, uh, you know, looking forward from this song. We've only just begun. It's just like, oh, puts a lump in your throat, really, doesn't it? Mm. And she, what a voice i mean the, when she starts that song as obviously uh, when i look at these songs i, I always go to you know to, yeah. to uh, youtube and uh, and find uh, you know versions of them and there's a couple of them of her singing it live when she opens that line that, that's that line it's just it's so yeah. beautiful the way she sings I mean, she kind of pushes this like beautiful vibrato that yeah. comes out you know begun <laughs> to live. Yeah. and i'm just like wow that it's just yeah. innate talent that to, to be able to do that with such beauty yeah. and grace you well know, you did so, a great yeah, i mean big, in your voice you've got film. a lovely
2: little some a little crack in it sometimes an emotional little crack in it when it moves up which sounds <coughs> just lovely that's it's really affecting
4: that might just be jet lagged to be Could honest just be that
2: <laughs> but it works
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's still
0: early in l.a let's face it, it right is. it's
4: still, it
1: early. Is still early in l.a it really <coughs> is oh, I'm I'm yeah, so yeah, we're coming yeah. to that bit where we ask you this oh question. This is the final part The final part Which is, um, knowing You might want to you- finish
4: your lucky saint before you do this. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. More <laughs> it's not going to help
1: me at all, is it? <laughs> well, you know, it's not a difficult. Do you think it's a difficult question? I don't no. think it's a difficult no,
0: question. I no, I don't think I'm so. To no. It. No,
1: no. Knowing no. what you know now, my friend, Mr. Keevney. Um, what advice would you give to your 16 year old mm. self
2: Gordon Bennett what advice? is that his name <laughs> Gordon that's why I changed <laughs> it to Sean Keaveny it was people were yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know He's I, I, I don't know yeah. I've got to look that up I've, I'm getting him mixed up with Arnold <laughs> Bennett he had something to do with an omelette didn't he um something like that <laughs> like Tony it? Bennett that was something great but Lenny Bennett fantastic comedian of the 70s yeah um I'm putting, putting, it, off now, I'm putting yeah. it off now. I'm putting off answering.
3: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah.
1: Well, so, what advice would you give to your sixteen-year-old well, self?
2: Um, I think that I was a very lacking in confidence sixteen-year-old, and that that that's carried throughout my life to some degree. I've, I've always had a, 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 deep, a, a bit of an issue with confidence to some degree, and um, never really understood why because of what we've talked about before of this incredible family and stuff, you know, and you know to some degree you can get to the bottom of that but um and some of it's to do with condition with the condition you know recently you'd find out that i'm adult adhd and stuff so uh, getting treatment for that has definitely helped give me a bit more clarity but n- not knowing any of that when i was 16 i i what would i say apart from apart from the obvious stuff like uh, trust your gut which is has been the theme of the show um that and James Bond. Um, we've got. To, I, I hope we've written down the title of the uh, of the James Bond film because that was a real good one. I want to use that. Um, <laughs> what would I say? <laughs> Luckily, we're recording. Mm-hmm. I think that. I think that it's about. You know what? I probably would say actually. I probably say trust that things are going to basically be okay because that's something that i definitely do remember haunting me throughout my life expecting and thinking that the absolute worst is always going to happen for whatever reason Whether that's just part of my dna or whatever it is i don't know what it is there's there's always been a sort of deep existential sticky black tar dread inside me that shit's going to get real things are going to get worse things are going to be taken away from Mm. me that i love and it's you know uh, there's a bleakness to that sometimes, and, and and I know that my loved ones have definitely felt that at times. And my wife, bloody hell, Sean, you know, it's not that bad. And and so I think <laughs> that I would love to be able to reach down like the hand of God into the soul of the 16 year old Sean and said, "Look, mate, it's not. All, it's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. It's going to be a bit rough at times, but it's it's basically going to be all right." And um, that would be mm. that would equip me marvelously, I think. <laughs> For, for the next decades of my life <laughs> I wish somebody had been able to tell me that when I was a kid because that is you know it's been that way it's been alright Yeah.
1: there yeah. is a thing that a friend of mine uh, says this Canadian guy always says to me he says uh, uh, what's your survival rate and I go, what do you mean? He said, your success of survival, what's your survival rate? And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. He was like, well, you're still here. <laughs> yeah. So it's 100%, baby. 100%. Like,
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> so even though things might yeah. feel shitty, Yeah. that actually you've got a 100% exactly. success
2: rate
4: because you're still, still here.
2: still here, mate. I mean, right? this is it. I look now yeah. and I just think, I can't believe I'm 50, though. I can't, I can't, I just can't get my head around it. I can't believe oh, you're you. 50
1: 50 and not played uh, Bond yet what the hell is we, wrong in the need world need a
2: right? septuagenarian Bond uh, I mean I know I'm not a septuagenarian <laughs> yet but loss. I'm building up to it I think I've got another <laughs> it's the general public's <laughs> loss okay it's their <laughs> loss totally agree
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. well, ah. we've come to that point of the podcast mm, right? that's it uh, we, you've been just a lovely guest hasn't he been a lovely guest yeah. he's
4: a beautiful like, man Absolutely. Yeah. I don't right. believe a word
0: you said about him before,
3: Chesney. <laughs> none,
0: none of it. I think some he's it, all right. Some of
4: yeah. it's true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might well, well, have exaggerated. You have been
1: adorable. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for coming on. Che- you are almost as adorable as Chesney. That's how much we... Almost. Nobody is no, as adorable as Chesney. But you come close. close, don't you think, Neil?
0: Absolutely. So thank you
1: very thank much, you. Sean, for been our guest this week uh thanks very much listener for listening you know we depend on you i know that you would like your own life but we need you we need you right yeah uh but we will be back again i'm sorry we will we just will we'll be back again soon um and so until the next time i've been ferguson
0: i've been harrington I've been Hawks. And I've been Keevney. Hey. Hey. Sure. hey, You've been listening to Ferguson Harrington Hawks with Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks. Written and produced for Source Productions by, surprise, surprise, Lynn Ferguson, Neil Harrington and Chesney Hawks.